The following is a Joel Mahalik production. <clears throat> Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik, and I am sitting across from the most lovely Sharon, most beautiful woman in the world. Oh, please! I was I was actually going to say, please welcome the lovely Sharon, <sighs> and the crowd goes wild. <sighs> Don't you mean the lovely Molly? I could see the crowds going wild. For Molly, I don't know about me though. Well, she was just uh, groomed, groomed today. Exactly. Yeah, she was just groomed today, just ahead of her birthday. Yay! So that was nice. Yes. Should we have a party? I don't know. Should we? I think we should. However, let's talk about that. Yeah, because it's not like she can just have whatever you know she wants. Right. She wants, or you want her to let's, have, or anything like that. Right. Let's talk about the doggy parents who actually give parties for their pets well, on lot, their birthday. And a lot of them do. But before you get into the parties for the pets, <laughs> just let everybody know that the uh, the way you can contact us on the World Wide Web is by going to jmtalk.net. That's the website. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And I really hope that you do while you're there. Also, you can listen to the 24-7 stream of The Joel Mahalik Show. So if you can't wait in between as the show drops every Sunday, then you can just click that link on any device that uh, hits the internet. That's all you need. There you go. Uh, also, And if find you us, don't have the internet, well, sorry. Right. Uh, also, you can find us at Facebook at JM Talk and on Twitter at JM Talk Radio. So that's the various ways you can get a hold of us. My my microphone shock mount band came off again. There we go. Fix that. Okay. So a lot of people a lot of people do give parties for their pets. We do, and we had we one have, or two. Yeah. I mean, down to the party hats. We had a party hat on Molly. Right. She didn't appreciate that very much, no. but we did. Right. And we had a doggy cake. Right. The first time I think we had a party for her, which was only the. You, me, and her, <laughs> but we had a right. doggy cookie. Yeah. So it was a dog-safe cookie she and had a little cookie some icing on it. Got at the, Shaped at like the a bone. local, yeah. And it said, happy birthday. Yep. So people do do these strange things. Right. And they go all out. Like, they invite other dogs. Like, I, we, I, listen. I, w- I want to do it so Sophie can come. I don't know if I can deal with, with that. Well, a bunch of a, a bunch of dogs running around the house. You know, then you have to what's that word? Get over it. Have it at a doggy park, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, but no, I do, and I want to have, um, you know, uh, but let's talk about the people that frown upon other people that do treat their dogs as humans and give them birthday parties and. 
and include them in their, you know, family rituals like Christmas and sure, you know, because um, I know of quite a few people that would be, that would look at me when I talk about having parties for Molly and you know getting her Christmas presents and stuff like that. Right. She has her own stocking at Christmas. So, um, she has her own Facebook page. She does. She has her own blog and website. Right. (laughs) And before my mom passed away, she would always ask you. If Molly updated her website. (laughs) Yeah, she would. She would be like. Yeah, Molly wrote the stories on there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But she would be like, you know, hey, where's the, I haven't seen any new stories. Right. So. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and that's and that's the thing. I, I actually have not, and I just posted a I posted a picture two nights ago on her Facebook, a picture that I had after one of her baths, because she always looks like an evil mobster after a bath, <laughs> like she's gonna hurt somebody really bad. And her ritual right after she gets out of the bath. Yeah, but she has to run I across dry her. And then it's like someone lit a firecracker under her ass. Yeah, she has a storm across the house. And she runs all over the house like a mad crazy With her face planted down into the carpet sideways. Yeah, she does face plants into the the carpet, rubbing her face all over the carpet. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, the carpets need to be washed again. And so... It's it's because somebody keeps rubbing their face all over it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like, what the heck? You know, now you need another bath. So, um, we have a um, we have a special treat coming up in the second part of the show coming up later on. So, that's that. Yeah, but I'm so excited. L- yeah. Last week, last week on the show, mm-hmm. uh, exit in the show, pretty much exit in the show, we uh, talked about a story that had just come up before the show ended, so we couldn't cover it last week. But we gave the headline. And it was about this, uh, there's always these... Um, there's new and interesting ways of getting high what? among the people that want to get high. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like it, 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 I the compare it to days, the old days of just getting a joint, smoking a joint, doing a line, what? taking a pill. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, but I'm saying like they're gone. Those days are gone. Yeah, because now you can continue. Yeah, well, now since they had that large uh, raid on. Um, uh, on the what, the Philadelphia shipyard? Yeah. Well, that there was like six billion dollars street value. Oh my value. goodness! Right. I guess now that's off the streets. What they're doing now is, <laughs> is they are uh, this new thing, wasp spray, being used as an alternative for methadone, or meth, crystal meth, I guess. Yeah, crystal meth and methadone are two different things. Okay. <laughs> two <laughs> very different things. Causing at least we'll get into the story, and that way I don't make any mistakes. Methadone is a synthetic drug to help someone get off of heroin. Oh, that's the stuff they give away free yes. for heroin addicts. Yes. But they don't give away insulin for free to diabetics. Right. I, I get it now. Okay. You saw. Right. So, uh, all right. So, <laughs> this, this new thing, uh, people in West Virginia are using a new chemical, wasp spray, to gain a methamphetamine-like high. Uh, the West Virginia that's State insane. Police said that the chemical spray is being used as an alternative form of meth so last friday um 30 cans of wasp spray were sold in boone county west virginia alone wow yeah uh so the police are saying from what they're being told if you use it 
Uh, you might once or twice be fine, but a third time your body will hit that allergic reaction that can kill you. Three people have also already had fatal doses of this stuff. Um, that is insane. Come on now. So they're saying that it's a cheap fix, uh, but you're, but uh, people do not understand the overall result of their usage. Experts say side effects include erratic behavior and extreme swelling and redness of the hands and the feet. So imagine, if you will. How do you do this? What do you just right. like, spray it in your mouth? I don't, I don't know. But it, 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 it doesn't nasty. say, and I don't want to speculate. But w- what I want to say is, I mean, how idiotic is this? Because you're talking about a chemical that, I mean, instant contact to a wasp, wasp dead. And right. you're ingesting it somehow, whether it's nose, mouth, I don't whatever. Know how I like, I just can't fathom how they do this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they boil so if it. So you but know, I don't know out there, why don't you give us a shout online? Because you can't online. shout in on any phone lines. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, give me a shout and tell me how the these morons are doing this. Uh, so three people that already, and um, it makes you wonder if uh, if there's any value to the war on drugs. I mean, you know, so okay, there's seizing drugs left and right at the border, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Baltimore. I mean, big loads. Right. Uh, however, it just seems to me at the moment you take them off the street and they're coming right back. Right. And not come, they're not coming right back, but other ways. They're yeah. finding other ways to get their fix this is quite a dangerous way these people doing tide pods and you know for whatever reason what i don't know what what doing these tide pods i don't know what they do for you i don't know either it just sounds moronic I don't know, but maybe... Hey, man, how'd you get high? <laughs> I did a Tide Pod. Maybe, maybe if we let them have their Tide Pods, they wouldn't be doing this. I don't I don't know. Like, you know, it, it, it's almost like they're going through the kitchen cabinets now, in laundry room cabinets, looking right? for something to chew on, snort, drink, swallow. It's just something else that we're going to have to be carded for. Right, because, sorry, so yeah, look, look what they've done to Tide Pods already. They're making Tide Pods. I think in some places you have to, uh, some stores you have to take the card up to the counter. And the pods yeah. are behind the counter now. Right. This you know? is ridiculous, people. I don't get it. I just, <laughs> I really don't get it. I don't either. And, some, and sometimes, you know, I really do sit back and say, all we're doing anymore on the podcast is it seems like, you know, because we, we set out to talk about things that are going on in society. Right. Didn't want to discuss politics. Good and stuff, funny stuff, entertaining yeah. stuff. Things that happen in society. Yeah. Society scares the living hell out of me anymore. I, you know, yeah, this is going to become I a horror right podcast real you. soon. I- <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, right. welcome, welcome, welcome to the Jolly Mahalik Show. <laughs> I love vampires. I'm sorry. So all you have to do is sparkle, baby. Yeah, is that all I have to do? That's, That's all, all you I have to do. do is sparkle. Okay. So anyway, folks, do not <laughs> what ingest wasp spray to get a fix, please. Right. I'm. What is there a specific brand like Raid or, you know, is there a specific brand I, that gets you more high? Why are you asking such weird questions? Because <laughs> I might want to try it. Uh, anyway, moving no. on to even stupider <laughs> things. You think that's stupid? Oh, my God. Oh, you want to hear something really stupid. Okay. Wow. Well, I don't know. In Berkeley, California. Now, mind you, it is California. All right? Okay, yeah. yeah. But anyway, 
you need to make sure that you do not call that plate in the roadway or on the street a manhole. It's because it's not a manhole anymore. It is now going to be a maintenance hole. What? Okay. So tell your brother. No, no. Tell your sibling. Okay. Okay. Um, that man-made. No, I'm sorry. Human-made um, <laughs> manhole. No, maintenance holes will now be renamed to a gender-neutral language. Come on. Yes. This is just getting freaking ridiculous. Well, listen, that it's not. I almost cursed. It's not. That's how mad I it's am. It's not only the term that's changed. Okay, here's the whole truth about this whole thing. Okay, so according to the Berkeley City Council, they approved an ordinance eliminating gender preference language in the municipal code. So brother and sister will be replaced by sibling. Man-made will now be replaced with human-made, artificial, or manufactured. Manpower will be referred to as human effort. Uh, yes, gendered oh pronouns God. like he and she will be replaced by on. they or them. Hold on, people. <laughs> That's me banging my head on the wall. Wait a minute, here's the best. Sororities and fraternities will now be called collegiate Greek system <gasps> residences. <laughs> <laughs> Please, please. I mean, stop. I, I don't. You're I just. Me. Yeah. What? Well, this is the truth. This is the whole truth. Oh my god. This is ridiculous. It's sort of assholeish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. You know, I was thinking about moving to California, but I don't think I want. I to was anymore. never thinking about moving to California. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that Who are you was, lying to? Right, that was meant to be a joke. Right, you're a liar <laughs> and bad at it. Right. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I'm up in arms about this whole gender neutral thing. <sighs> it's gotten way out of control, out and we've of been control. The media. And, and that includes us to a certain extent. The media has been talking about this stuff for years. This didn't, this didn't just happen. This is just another link in the chain of stupidity with this gender-neutral exactly. crap. Come on. I never thought that I would see when I filled out a form for something. I forget what it was. And it said male, female, or other. Yeah, that's... That. What the... <laughs> Bleep! <laughs> oh my God! I want to say so. I bad. know. I mean, job applications have an extra page now because it takes a full eight and a half by eleven sheet to list all fifty-seven genders. I mean, you know, uh, I'm not getting it either. Look, people out there, and you know, Radio Land, get with the fucking program. Wow. I'm sorry. That makes me so mad. I'm. I apologize for cursing. Wow. But, like, for real. This is getting ridiculous. Ridiculous. I would say so. And, <gasps> and, and you had said so. <laughs> and I just did say so. So, uh... Um, I, again, I do apologize. I, I don't... I don't talk like that. Really? In real life. You're lying in. And no, bad I, at it. <laughs> I never, never. You never curse in real life. Look, never curse. I never curse. I never drink. And I never All smoke. All right. I know this joke. Okay. The millennials may not, but. Right. So. Um, God damn it. I left my cigarettes in the bar. I don't. So. I don't, I don't <laughs> That's know. That's a joke. I don't know where 
I don't even recall where it started. But it's, um, all you have to do is turn around and you'll find something worse, you know, with the whole uh, gender thing, you know. Um, I I just, I can't fathom where it's going to go next. Yeah, well, this, when you, when you, when, I mean, when you, you look at this. Gender you gender neutral because you don't want to identify as a male or a female or, you know, um, a tiger or a leopard or. You know, a uh, creepy-looking ceramic doll. (laughs) Whatever. I was going to say, I've seen it all. Everything you mentioned, I've seen. People identifying, people having their bodies tattooed like a uh, tiger. I know. Having whiskers put in their cheeks. (gasps) Medically. I've seen that. You know? And then, like, not contact. They get their eyes freaking wet. Oh, my God. If I have a crappy day, can I identify as a roll of toilet paper? I'm just wondering. I mean, that's how <laughs> that's how crazy it has gotten. And that's the yeah, other thing. It's just, you can change on. your mind every day. And, 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 like, society is teaching you that you can't. You, you can't bully or bother or anything. You can't make negative connotations about it. Because every time somebody comes up with identifying as something else, right away they're, they're put into a protective group. Okay, okay while so. this group of people that identify as brown paper trash bags are now a protected group, and you can't make fun of them. Okay, and I'm not making fun of them. I'm not saying you are. I, but what I'm saying is I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't either. How there you have a male if you have a penis. You're a female if you have a vagina. Right. If you have neither one, you're a hermaphrodite. Right. Okay, that's it. And if you have something else, you're an alien. Right. There (laughs) is no other thing to call it. I don't get it. Well, Uh, just just like there are people that will argue what shape the earth is, there are people that would argue with you that no... The, the, their gender is, uh, you know, the, this, what the, this is people that are trying to this stand is, out. This is what That's they've it. done, and, and, and then I have to wrap this segment. But this is what they've done: they've taken sex, which would be your male female. They've taken sex and they have separated it from gender, and they made gender this whole other thing, which basically is anything you identify with gender-wise. That's the gender that you are. Mm. And then they've crisscrossed it because that means guys who feel like they're a woman can go into the woman's bathroom and vice versa, and that's wrong. That's wrong. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, not. Mm-mm. So there's that. Not getting it. We're going to take a quick break. I need fluid in my throat because I'm going to go over there and get my tea. And, uh, we'll be, and we'll bring back a surprise. Yeah, we have, and we have a, a special circumstance coming up in the next part of the show. Also, later on on the program, a humongous. Wombat of the week. Oh, I thought we just discussed that. Well, we discussed a couple <laughs> of wombats, but big wombat of the week coming up later on in the show. Uh, another hero to honor, and may not even get to one last thing on the podcast. You may have to go to Facebook for that or something. Wow. So anyway, jamtalk.net, okay. that's the website. We'll be back right after this. Okay. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojanate called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. 
Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back, folks, to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik, and uh, here with the lovely Sharon. I am here. And you are lovely. Okay. Okay. So uh, the website is www.jmtalk.net. That's where you can go. I want you to go there. I want you to subscribe to the show. We want more subscribers, and that's how you do it. So whatever your favorite casting device is, we got you covered. If we don't, drop us a line. We'll get you covered. Exactly. And if you're missing us between Sundays, Sunday to Sunday, then 24-7 stream is also available there, plus the blog, right. plus the YouTube page, and right. all kinds of other goodies. Find me at Facebook. Find Sharon at Facebook at Facebook at JM Talk. And on Twitter, we're at JM Talk Radio. So you can also Oops. drop us a line. I'm sorry. Did you want to say something? Go ahead. <sighs> Cause I like I get running with the spiel and I just run like it, no you know, no I, you you're you, here every week so you know it's the you same do a thing bang basically. Up job All right, on thanks. It, I appreciate you just that. Go right on ahead, okay. there, baby. Where was I? Oh, you can also drop us a line. You can email us at joelmaholicshow at gmail dot com. <laughs> I'm coming up in the final segment, the home stretch later on. Big, big, big wombat of the week is going to take up a lot of time, and your heads are going to roll, uh, especially you parents. Roll, roll, like as in. Let's roll, yeah. Like, <laughs> cut off their heads and roll? Whatever. Well, they, well, the people listening may want to cut some heads off and watch them roll. Well, okay, but you should say, like, I don't know. I'll shut up now. So, uh, on this, uh, but right now, right now we got a really special treat. Yes. Because uh, we have a special person on board, live in the studio with us. Yes. This person is one of the youngest voice actors that we've ever worked with. Yes. On the show. Exactly. And um, she's actually related to us too. <laughs> so that's like that's like a double bonus. Right. So if you have been around, if you've been following me for a, a, a long, uh, some time, a number of years, a number of years, when we had the old show, the Behind the Mic show. Uh, so we're here with uh, Tara Sigerfuse, who is our granddaughter, uh-huh. and she's 12 going on 33. Right. <laughs> Say hello, Tara. Hello. And Tara, many, many, many years ago, when she was about six years old, she had a one line in uh, our radio production of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Right. She played Cindy Lou Who. Exactly. And then she came back... L- Two years last year? Was it just when did it was just last year we did Yes Virginia? Was it the pre did, that was, was the it? previous year? Yeah, that was two years ago. Yeah. What it wasn't the show you were involved in? No, because you came in on a Christmas show, right? So it was the one before that. Are you sure it was that long ago? I, Tyra, when did you do uh, Virginia O'Hanlon? I don't remember. Was that this past Christmas? You don't remember? No, I think it was the Christmas before. I think it was this past one. No. I will bet you 25 I cents. I will bet both of you double I or nothing. I will I will bet you both 
you're wrong. Double or nothing, 25 cents. Okay, how about make it 50 cents? Because <laughs> I can't, if I, cause if I lose, then I, that's hey, two bucks. Make it, yeah, but make it a <laughs> dollar. No. Uh, yeah, no, it's too much. 20, see? No, but I'll give see? you the dollar. A girl after my own heart. All right, look, so anyway, so <laughs> so we did, I'm going to say, okay, because I'm right, that this past Christmas season, uh, we did a original production of um, Yes, Virginia, There is a Santa Claus. Don't you write? Wrote that letter? I, wrote that I didn't write that letter. No, no. When Virginia O'Hanlon wrote the letter, and then you came on the show, yeah. and you read the Virginia O'Hanlon piece for us. Yeah, I remember that. You remember that? Yeah. Look at her. She's like, you know, sitting yeah, back in a chair, like, like, yeah, I remember yeah. that. She's you know? like chilling. Like a Kardashian like over there. <laughs> yeah. I remember. She like, she's chilling like she's an actress. Right? Who's super not. famous. and Yeah, just, yeah. So yeah. how did that, so, so what is it like doing that kind of stuff? Did you like doing that stuff? Yes, I did, but I was like really, ner- I was really nervous. You were nervous, but you did really good. If I'm not mistaken, you did the Virginia in two takes. Yes, I did. And then I, I I'll tell you though, when you were six, I will tell you because you probably don't, you probably don't even remember doing Cindy Lou Who. It was one line. It was why Santa? Why are you taking our Christmas tree? Something to that effect. And we had to have you do it like thirty times, and then we had all these. We had them all laid out, and we had to go through each of them and take, oh, th- th- this piece is good <laughs> right. for this piece, that piece is good for this piece, and, th- and we had to send everything to the producer in Maryland, and he had, to, he had to put it all together to make it sound really good. You know, taking elements from all these different cuts that you did. Yeah. So yeah. it was a little more, but you were six. We understand that. You still did a great job. Yes. So are you ready to do another one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? This time you could be, um... I don't have anything figured out yet, but, yeah. but I will. I will, and you will do it because I'm your grandfather and I said so. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so what grade are you going into? Seventh. Seventh. <gasps> Get out. Tell her Seventh. to knock it off. I know. They grow up so fast, don't no, they? No, tell her to knock it off right now. So what do you like about school? That I can actually move around. Like I move around more, move to class to class, not just in one seat. Gotcha. Yeah, like coming closer to come coming closer to the mic when when you talk. So what you're saying is, when you were over at the other school, and I want I don't want to give school names. We don't give school names. When you were over at the other school, uh, you stayed in class and just changed subjects. Yeah. Oh, like we did in elementary. Yeah, in elementary. Yeah, but I I thought at some point she just went. She just came to middle school. Last year. So now you have to and cruise that's what around. And she's saying. She gets to cruise around the different classes. Do you have a locker? Yeah. Do you hang out with like all the greasers at your locker in between classes? No. You don't know what a greaser is? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep. She's only 12, going on 13. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> a, gr- a greaser was like, you know how you have cliques and gangs and stuff like that? All right, well, in the 50s, the, the cliques that hung together were greasers. And they had like denim jeans, white t-shirts, and leather jackets. No, I, I never hanged out with them. You never hung out with the greasers? Who no, do you hang no. out with? Usually just get yourself for like the next like three periods. And then you only get yourself for the next three periods. I then you have to go back. You have to go. So there's like no hanging out or anything. Wow, no hanging out. Wow. You know, uh, Grammy did all kinds of things in between classes 
hanging out. Shh. No. <laughs> no. So you have hard to no. So you have a locker now? Did you have a locker before? In sixth grade, yeah. Yes, I have. Oh, okay. Wow. I just came with the school because it's like exciting now. Wait a minute! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Back up a second. Can you say, come in a little closer? That little What did you just say? You can't what? I can't wait for school to begin again. Did you hear that, folks? From the mouths of babes. <laughs> cannot wait for school to start again. Usually, that's the parents saying that. I can't wait yeah, for school right, to start again. Right. And it's part However, of However, as the grandparents, we don't say that because. We're excited to see her whenever we get her. Right. Not only that, but we also don't say that that we're um, because when school starts again, we have to drive around the buses and behind the buses. <laughs> I and, know. Which brings up oh a really a really good sidebar. School does start again soon. Yeah. Please, next month. please pay attention to children and the buses. Yes. You know? And you don't go around a bus if the red lights are flashing. I I read. That is against the law. Right. Well, I read, and I don't know if either one of you have heard about this, but I read that they are working on, uh, I don't know if it's everywhere, certain states, municipalities, whatever, but they're going to start putting cameras on the outside of the buses. Now, Tara and I watched the SpaceX launch tonight. Yeah. Uh, live. So, um and I was telling her and told you, it's really neat how mm-hmm. they have the cameras on the outside of the spacecraft. So up in space, you can see what's going on. Same thing. They're going to start attaching right. cameras to the outside of buses so they can right. get license plates of people that run past buses, you know. Right. And, you know, and, and some municipalities want people to lose their license or go to jail for violating the, tr- the, the well, bus traffic laws. You know what? I think I agree with that. So though. do I. You're putting because, our children in, yes. in danger. Yes, what if a child ju- had just gotten off the bus and, and is hit. crossing the street? I right. got hit by a car and died. Yeah, that's right. uh, extremely tragic, right? Which has happened. It has. Last last year, I forget where, but three kids were hit and two of them died. The brothers, the twins, I little boys, that. yeah. We re- I reported a lot of it on last last season's I shows. I mean, I it was know. like almost every week we were talking about people getting hit yeah. by people violating the, the, the bus around. They're just reckless drivers. They are reckless drivers from the mouths of babes. She gets it. She must be related to me. <laughs> They're reckless drivers. <laughs> they You're are, though. Absolutely right. What, yeah. should, what should be done with reckless drivers? They should be put in jail. Wow. That's right. What if Molly is a reckless driver? Should hey. she go to jail? She goes. She should go to puppy jail. <gasps> what? <laughs> only for like two days. Oh, oh only, only for two for days. Two okay. Days? Yeah. Well, that's but not bad. But what if she is? I wonder what gang she'll be in. <gasps> right. <laughs> She's gonna get a tat on her butt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. Funny. All right. So back to you. So what do you, what are you doing uh, in school? Uh, are you, now, you were doing band. Are you still doing band? No, because uh, it hurts my fingers. It hurts. Uh, I really don't want to do it again because I don't want, I didn't like it. So what are you going to do? I'm just going to I'm going to work on my art skills and stuff like that. So talk to me about your art skills. Uh, do you like what do you like to draw? Do you want to get into digital art? Like last year I was in digital art, digital media. And then I was, I was in, I think, no, it's graphic arts. And then I was in visual arts. Okay. So which one did you like better? Uh, I like both of them. 
Yeah. yeah. Are they both the same? Or? No, one's different because it kind of works on both visual art and graphic art, but more visual art than graphic art, but it still works. Explain the difference between the two. Because I, I don't know. So, do, like, like visual art, do you do that like, on the computer? No, graphic art is literally on a computer. Okay. And visual art is actually when you draw. Oh, okay. All right. right. I get the difference. So, now, mm. do these lead to possible gamer developing? Game developing? I think that it's digital art. Not digital art, but it's like digital media. Right. Digital media is the thing. It's all about that stuff. And then graphic mm. art is about like... Now, now is that the field you would like to get into when you grow up? Being a gamer or... Well, everybody wants to be a gamer when they grow up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but what happened to you being a vet- veterinarian? And a farmer. A and veterinarian a that lived on a farm. What happened to that? You were telling us that forever. Yes, but also, I want to be a zoologist because I get to explore all this, like, explore the... Explore how, like, animals work in the society and how it works with the trees and not with the trees, but it's like how it lives. I gotta tell you something. I, I'm, I'm having trouble um, uh, believing I'm having a conversation like this with my granddaughter. <laughs> I mean, she's, got, she's going deep, man. Right? <laughs> she's got it together. Right? Wow. I've never heard zoology explained like that to me. The best I've seen zoology explained to me was Kevin Hart going, Zoology, bitch! <laughs> that's, the, that's the best I've ever had zoology explained to me. And how people are ruining, ruining um, animals' lifestyle and maybe ruining ourselves. Like, we will kill ourselves because we're ruining the trees, we're ruining the life society. Right. Of the animals. Right. And there's like... I got to tell you, I was just thinking that same thing uh, a couple days ago. I was coming home from work, and um, I drive by where the new Wawa is going to be. And they tore a lot of those trees down, of course, that whole lot where the Wawa is going to be. And I thought to myself, when deer come running out into the street and and people hit them, the reason they're doing that is because we're taking their kingdom away from them. We're turning it into concrete jungles. Exactly. And, um, like, most of the jungle... Most of the jungle, like, like the rainforest, have lots of like life, like life, and when we cut that down, we ruin our life oxygen, ruin their life, and I hate that because I love animals. I really do. Well, we know wow. you love animals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, some businesses, including the one that I work for, is uh, trying to give back a little bit to that. Well, because like on some of our buildings, we we call them green roofs, and on on top of our buildings on a roof, we're planting all kinds of like uh, bushes and flowers and greenery plants and things that will give off, you know, the the you know some of the oxygen that we're taking to kind of give back. It's not enough, I understand. Right, but you know, um, a lot of states have a law where if you take down so many acres of trees and whatnot you have to plant so many trees half of those trees back like if you kill somewhere no that's okay and you and you have to have a reclamation pond right 
So, I mean, that's the law. If we kill vultures, literally, their diet is a roadkill that people kill. Right. And so if you don't have vultures, all that roadkill is going to be so deadly to our animals. So, sorry, to our planet. And um, then we're going to, uh, literally, there's going to be dead animals left and right. And no one's going to do mm-hmm. anything about that. That's why right. I hate that people are killing stuff. Yeah. Well, it's pop pollution to the water and that... Oh, you don't want to get me started on the pollution right? to the water because I can go an hour on that and we don't have that kind of time. Right. But you're right. <laughs> the pollution in the water and... Uh, exactly. And, all right, so I, I, there's a couple minutes. A couple things about that. Uh, I saw a video the other day about how Singapore deals with the trash. Have you ever seen this? No. Singapore, okay. Singapore? Singapore, the smallest country on earth because it's its own country. Right. Okay, this is a little tiny country. They gather all the trash... Okay, and they burn it. They have these plants, they, these uh, trash plants where it goes, and these furnaces they dump it in and burn 24-7, 365 at 1,000 degrees Celsius. Okay, 1,000 degrees Celsius. Wow. So it burns the trash so hot that the little bit of smoke that comes out of the stacks is cleaner than the air we breathe, first wow. of all. Now, the little bit of ash that's left that didn't just get incinerated into thin air that ash is collected, and then they take it out to a man-made island where they've been dumping all this ash into the uh, water barriers out there. Oh, really? Okay. And it's that, that's what helped form this island. And that island is so abundant in wildlife. Mm. An island constantly being increased and grown by the trash that they dispose of. The right. cleanest country on the face of the earth. So... Why can't something like that be a worldwide concern? Exactly. Because it costs money to do something like that. And then people really, sometimes, they just can't. They just what? They just, they're not lazy, but they're. Oh, no, no, no. I think you're, I think you're, you're good there. Lazy. That's a good word. Lazy because people just don't care about the earth. And what's going on, they just care about what's happening right now in the future. Right. Not the past and what's going to happen in the future, like future, future. And we're, we're, we're going to die. I was going to ask her for her final thoughts before, because this segment's over, but she gave them to me. Without yeah. me asking, that was that exactly. was a really good final thought. Yeah. Well, Tara, I we want to thank you for absolutely thank you so coming much on for to the show, joining us and giving us your insight on life. Exactly. I'm floored. I'm absolutely yeah, me floored. Too. Uh, and so you can come back anytime. Okay. And you will be doing another production on this uh, network. I'm telling you that right now. I haven't written it yet. I don't know what it's going right? to be, but it's going to be something. Exactly. So, uh, you know, uh, so when I said in the beginning that Tara was a voice actress, she is. She's our own voice actor- actress. She's done work yes. for us here. Yes. And um, hopefully you enjoyed having her as much as we enjoyed having her. Absolutely. Let me a kiss back. Right? <laughs> All right, folks. I'll be back doing uh, solo with the uh, final stretch of the show coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? 
Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Okay, folks, welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show. I am Joel Mahalik. Thanks for joining us uh, for the podcast this week. Uh, this is the final stretch of the show, uh, the last segment, the third part, however you want to put it. This is where we're at. The website to reach out to the show is www.jmtalk.net. Uh, from there, subscribe to the podcast, listen to the 24-7 stream, check out the YouTube channel, check out the blog, uh, also, drop us a line. We're at Facebook at JM Talk. We're at Twitter at JM Talk Radio. And you can email us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. So there, there's all that information that you need to know. Uh, during this segment, uh, we usually cover three things. I will try to get all three of them in. Uh, of course, we have a new Wombat of the Week here. And uh, also coming up, we have uh, Honor Thy Heroes. And also... If I get to it, one last thing. So, but first, how do you get involved? You can get involved with Wombat of the Week. I just need you to send in a story, news story of stupid people doing stupid things. That's what wombats are. And you can send that to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or send us a, a direct message on Facebook at JM Talk and get the stories in. Uh, if they're good enough, they make the show. Uh, if they don't make the show immediately, they might make the show down the line. Some some months were jammed up with more stories than we have time on the air. And I'm also heavily considering uh, a a in December a, an annual a, a a year end winner Wombat of the Year award. So uh, you never know a story you submit could be the Wombat of the Year in the first ever Joel Mahalik Show Wombat of the Year Awards. Okay, so moving into this week's Wombat. I said it was a doozy. It is a huge doozy. That's my new word. It's a doozy. We have a doozy of a Wombat for you. This is like a two-part Wombat of the Week. Uh, Same story. So anyway, pay attention. Here we go. So uh, out of Pennsylvania, right up the road, okay, uh, a Pennsylvania school district is being criticized after sending parents a letter stating that their children would be placed in foster care over their unpaid lunch tabs. Yes, according to WNEP, the Wyoming Valley West School District sent roughly 1,000 letters which read in part, quote, you can be sent to dependency court for neglecting your child's right to food. The result may be your child being taken from your home and placed in foster care, end quote. Joseph Muth, Muth, I don't know how he pronounce it, M-U-T-H, Muth, let's say Muth, director of the district's federal programs, said the district is owed more than $22,000 by roughly 1,000 students. Uh, four of those accounts owe more than $450 each. Uh, however, uh, obviously, and I agree, not everyone felt that the letter was necessary. Muth told ABC News that the letter was a mistake and should not have been sent out. 
Uh, he said that the letter was over the top and should not have been sent out. Uh, he said that the district would look into other ways of getting paid. I'm sorry, he said, though he suggested the district would look at other ways of getting repaid. I'm going to say that one more time because that's going to come back here in a couple minutes. Though he suggested the district would look into other ways of getting repaid. Keep that in the back of your mind. Uh, he declined to comment on how the letter was approved in the first place. Uh, and other district members said they were embarrassed. Uh, so, attorney Bill Vinsco agreed that the letter was rather threatening. He said it amounted to a little more than scary words, saying that it was unlikely a court would separate a child from their parents over unpaid lunch funds. Uh, so, uh, the, the school district thinks that they're sending, the, the parents are sending their kids to school malnourished. I mean, come on, you think the kids aren't eating breakfast at home? Because this uh, this unpaid tab includes, I think, breakfast in the morning, some sort of nutritious breakfast, and then some lunch, and and uh, you know the thing is though, 14% of the families in this school district are below the poverty line, okay, and that's about 10% higher than the average rate at other schools in Pennsylvania. Guess what, folks? People are broke. Yours truly works three jobs. People are broke. It's not easy to live in this society. It's not. Uh, I, and I, I just think that, you know, this is crazy. In fact, um, a one board member, Charles Koslick, get this, tells ABC News, these parents need to look in the mirror. This matter isn't going away merely because delinquent debtors make Valley West look like the bad guy. I mean, you know, some of these board members, uh, you know, it, it, it's funny to me that how they think, you know. But th this is like... If this was the end of Wombat of the Week, like if this was the end, I would say that Mr. Muth, you are the Wombat of the Week. But it doesn't end there. It doesn't end. There's more to it. Okay? There's more to it. So uh, approximately two or two to three days later after this story broke, okay, this broke. <sighs> Here we go. Let's see. Um, West Valley... West, abbreviated WVW, West Valley, what, West Valley, what is the, let me come back here for a second, what's this school district called, Wyoming Valley West, Wyoming Valley West uh, board president, Muth, rejects a 22000 offer to pay the lunch money, in a letter submitted to the editor of the, of the Times, uh, the Times leader to be exact, on Monday, and signed by Philadelphia-based coffee roaster La Colombie CEO. Uh, is that how? Do you know? You know a lot about coffee. La Colombe. Is that? Am I saying that right? You don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You're a coffee drinker. Okay. Uh, yeah. CEO Todd Carmichael claims he offered to pay all outstanding Wyoming Valley West lunch money debts, no strings attached, but that the offer was turned down by school board president Joe Mazur. The letter was confirmed by Aaron Platt, a consultant who works for Cycle Strategy in Philadelphia, and who said he worked on the offer on behalf of Carmichael, who was not available to a talk this past Monday. According to the letter, Carmichael said, I was horrified when I read that the Wyoming Valley West School Board sent letters threatening to put kids in foster care over unpaid lunch bills, and that he has, quote, worked with my team to reach out to the school district to let them know that we were eager to, eager to donate the full amount Outstanding, reported to be as much as twenty-two thousand four hundred sixty-seven dollars and seventy-six cents. 
He goes on to say, on Monday, we talked to school board president Joseph Mazur to determine the best way to transfer the funds in order to wipe the slate clean and restore dignity to the 1,000 families who received these threatening letters. Shockingly, Mr. Mazur turned us down. I cannot explain or justify his actions. Let me be clear. We offered over $22,000 with no strings attached, and he said no. Uh, so on Monday afternoon, Missouri declined comment, and Charles Coslet, who defended the letter that was sent out, um, uh, he didn't return any calls either. So now the story's all over the place. Uh, Federal Programs Director Joseph Muth took the blame for the tone of the letter, apologizing last week. Um, and uh, he also made that apology, according to the news story, without running it by Missouri or other school board members. But he also said numerous efforts to get parents to contact the district and make arrangements regarding overdue bills failed. Now remember, folks, I said remember, Muth said that he suggested other ways of being able to uh, 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 get this money paid, right? If I go back to the other story, yeah, this is a little hard to keep track of these idiots. If I go back to the other story, he says, uh, though he suggested the district would look at other ways of getting repaid. Well, guess what? Carmichael gave you another way to get paid and you turned them down. Okay, he didn't say that, well, I'll pay the $22,000 and you buy my coffee for the rest of your life. That's not what he said. He said no strings attached because in his opinion and mine, you embarrassed all these parents and then it hit the media that and and it, he says it right there he says he wanted to wipe the slate clean and restore dignity to the thousand families who received these threatening letters and you said no i don't understand that i don't understand that at all we've seen other cases around the country of other people who have stepped up and paid school uh, district lunches in fact sharon told me last week of a of a similar situation, and I don't know if it was school lunches or if it was something else, but a similar situation where a benefactor just stepped out of nowhere and paid an entire bill for something. I can't remember what it was. I'm sorry that I don't. But, it, you know, these things happen. There are these very kind people who walk the face of the earth with us, believe it or not. Not everybody is a deadbeat and doesn't want to help. Here you have a guy who wants to help, who wants to help write something that you did wrong. Yes, you're owed that money. But by evidence of the facts that I presented here, your district has a 14% of families living below the poverty line. And so you should be considering all offers to get your money repaid. I will tell you this, this is the kind of actions that tell me that this school board, remember it's an elected position, Every two years or whatever it is for school boards, you have to go to the polls and you have to vote on school board members. These people will be replaced. This will not be forgotten by these thousand people, which is probably a good chunk of the, of the parents that will be voting on whether or not you get to keep your jobs on that school board. Uh, so, and uh, Mazur, who, ha who has the other title of Wombat of the Week this week, uh, along with Muth, um, should be fired. Should be fired. You turn down, you turn, you turn down accounts receivable, okay, of twenty-two thousand, almost five hundred dollars. You turn down accounts receivable. 
Uh, Sharon and I have both worked in multiple businesses that count on accounts receivable. You don't turn down accounts receivable money. But you did, both of you, in, in one, well, especially, especially Missouri, and uh, you failed. Wombats of the Week. Two of them because they come out of the same story. They're your Wombats of the Week. So there you have it. Uh, please get your stories in. We can always use them. I'll follow that over there. And we will move on to um, Honoring Thy Heroes, which, you know, I know every couple of weeks it seems like I do this, but we're making a general honor this week uh, for all law enforcement officials, all law enforcement officers, uh, people who work in law enforcement. And the reason we're doing that, if you've been following me on Facebook like you should, and I hope that you do, then you will notice a, a story that I put out this week about a New York City corrections captain who fired back against her own, let's say, on Facebook. Okay, so, and this was in response to, I'm sure you saw the news about the New York officers trying to do their job and people throwing garbage and buckets of water at them. And um, and the officers went about just walking away. I give them, first of all, before I go any further, a lot of credit for just walking away. Because I don't know, it, with my temper, if I could have done that. Uh, just walked away. That took a lot of um, uh, something. It took a lot of something for them to do that, but they did. So there was a lot of backlash about that. And this New York uh, corrections captain, uh, LaShonda Rashid Stanley, uh, on Facebook says... How easily people forget. I'm reading this, folks. Y'all upset about some pigs getting water thrown on them. They're lucky they didn't get shot while making an arrest. All the innocent black men and women killed at the hands of these pigs. Y'all forgot Eric Gardner, killer, just got off with murder on camera. For those so-called good cops that will say not all cops are bad... Death to you scumbags also. You stand by and allow your fellow officers to do wrong. You guilty as well. NWA, F the police. She used the whole word. It's time we shoot back. Cop killers stand up. Now, <laughs> the post has since been taken down. But let me tell you something, Captain. Or, or should I say, for, uh, almost former Captain. Uh, things on uh, social media and on the internet tend to get... Uh, screenshot copied somehow get preserved to the end of time and so did your post so even though you took it down or someone took it down it was screen screenshot to hell and back and there's plenty of it to circle around we have cycled around a screenshot as well on facebook uh this is the worst this has got to be the worst anti-police anything I've ever seen because this is an attack from within the lines. This is somebody who works in corrections, which is essentially a, a sector of law enforcement, who is, in my opinion, my interpretation is calling for the murder of cops. And this is outrageous. And though I don't have an update at the time of the podcast being shot right now, I'm hoping that we'll be able to get an update, and I'm hoping that the update will be that she will no longer be working in law enforcement, and perhaps uh, some serious charges uh, pressed against her for 
uh, this kind of talk in general would seem to me that uh, this this falls under some sort of terroristic threat or some sort of uh, language like that. So uh, just this week, just kind of taking a minute to honor everyone in law enforcement, so they don't, so they know that not everybody has forsaken you. Yes, there are some bad seeds out there. We've covered them here on the program. It happens, uh, but that's the that's the few bad seeds. You know, uh, if you can visit the Facebook page and read the article, it's written by a former detective of NYC, uh, and it's it's very well written, and he he makes some really good bullet points. Uh, but for this week on the program, we just want to honor law enforcement in general, straight across the blanket. You guys are doing a great job in our books, and uh, we appreciate you doing what you do for our communities, and keep up the great work. Now, if you have a hero you want to honor, I want to honor that hero, okay? So you got to send your stories in uh, for your heroes that you want honored here on the Joel Mahalik Show. Just send it to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. We will get it. We will process it. We will do it. It's that simple. Uh, so I unfortunately did not have – I ran out of time. I'm not going to be able to do one last thing actually on the show. So what may happen is um, – it, what what very much could happen is you might get one last thing sort of pop up uh, on Facebook as a Facebook video, um, you know, uh, sometime after the publication of the show. Uh, probably won't be Facebook Live because the show uh, publishes uh, later in the day. But it may be a pre-recorded segment. But it will I will ensure that one way or the other, you get your coveted one last thing in this week. So uh, with with that in mind, uh, I do want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. I want to thank uh, our young guest, Tara, for sitting in and telling us a little bit about what she likes regarding school and life and and what she feels about the planet and, and, and what we humans are doing to it. I mean, some really interesting conversation, uh, so not to be missed. Uh, meanwhile, www.jmtalk.net, that's the webpage. I encourage you to go there. I'd like you to subscribe to the show. Uh, email us with any thoughts. Uh, tag us on Facebook or Twitter and let us know what you think. Uh, anything you want to, uh, any comments, you can put them there. Uh, maybe they show up on a show, maybe not. Uh, but in the meantime, I want to remind everybody, please, it's still summer. If you're going out and about, you're at the beach, you're going to the park, the zoo, whatever it is, pick up three pieces of trash and throw them in the appropriate trash receptacles, will you please? And try to help keep America beautiful. Until next time, folks, thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you on the next Joel Mahalik Show. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) 